You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. In today's episode, we're catching up on off-season movement. There's been a whole lot of hurrying up and wait so far. Then, we'll take a look at how pitching usage has changed and what that means for fantasy owners when you're trying to build a pitching staff. But first, the most recent player moves. Tampa Bay Rays grabbed Michael Waka on a one-year deal for $3 million. Waka's a 29-year-old who had shown great promise in his early years with the Cardinals, before he ran into some trouble in 2019. It didn't get any better for him in his one season with the Mets, going 1-4 with a 6.62 ERA. And for the second straight season, he had a 1.56 whip. Now, part of Waka's problem in 2020 was a 366 batting average on balls in play, easily the highest of his career. But that masked a career-high strikeout rate, and a career low walk rate. And he still had his velocity. So the real issue for Waka is when he did make a mistake, it got hit hard. Now he lands in Tampa Bay, which is likely a good spot for him. The Rays have salvaged several pitchers and could really find value if they can get Waka back on track at the price of $3 million for next season. That would be a pretty big win. San Francisco Giants signed Anthony DiSclefani to a one-year $6 million deal. Look, I really liked DiSclefani going into 2020, but he got rocked in a couple of starts. Nine earned runs in one, seven earned runs in another, and that sent his season numbers out of control. And with a 7.22 ERA, 1.69 whip, it's really tough to come back from that in such a shortened season. But remember, this was a really small sample, 33 and two-thirds innings. Now, DiSclefani seems like a good risk to take for the Giants. He still had his velocity. His average fastball, according to Fangraphs, 94.9 miles per hour. But there were obviously some problems. His 6.7 strikeouts per nine was a career low. 4.3 walks per nine, a career high. But also a reasonable bet by the Giants, hoping that a 30-year-old can regain his previous form. His previous three seasons, DiSclefani had an ERA of four, with a 1.23 whip and 8.4 strikeouts per nine. If the Giants get something like that for their $6 million, that would be just fine. Thank you very much. Chicago Cubs. Go and grab a bullpen arm from the New York Yankees, Jonathan Holder. One year, $750,000. Holder is a 27-year-old reliever who's had some ups and downs throughout his career with the Yankees. Uh, in 157 games, he had a 4.38 ERA and a 1.28 whip with 8.4 strikeouts per nine, not used in the, the most heavily leveraged situations. Uh, and last season with the Yankees was pretty rough for Holder. He only had 5.8 strikeouts per nine, had 4.6 walks per nine. So... He really looks like he's inexpensive bullpen depth for a Cubs team that is apparently rebuilding. Uh, not a ton to see there, uh, but new face in a new place. All right, the Seattle Mariners continue remodeling their bullpen. They sign Keenan Middleton to a one-year $800,000 deal. Uh, Middleton's 27-year-old who looked like he might be on track to become a closer for the Angels. Uh, he had nine saves uh, in his first two seasons in the big leagues. Uh, but he also had Tommy John surgery, and his control hasn't quite come back. Uh, but Milton's average fastball in 2020 was 97.1 miles per hour. That's a career high. So 
not a bad risk for the Mariners to take if they try and fix their bullpen. Middleton may end up in a middle relief role, but there's certainly a chance he could see late inning work in a setup role if he can throw strikes. Now, Seattle also acquired uh, relief pitcher Rafael Montero from Texas uh, for Jose Corniel and a player to be named later. The Mariners, uh, as I said, are really trying to remodel their bullpen, and Montero's a 30-year-old who did save eight games for the Rangers in 2020. Now, he had a 4.08 ERA and a 1.02 whip, but some of that effectiveness was tied to a 227 batting average on balls in play, which is likely to go up next season. Now, nevertheless, Montero did have a mid-90s velocity, and that should play at the back end of the, the Mariners' bullpen, but they're hoping that he's going to close, and right now, it appears he's as good a candidate as any. Uh, Mon- Montero really isn't reliable enough to be confident that he can hold that role. But coming up next, we'll take a look at how starting pitcher usage is changing in Major League Baseball. If you're looking to get in on the action, check out betonline.ag for the latest lines. Whether it's World Series odds or MVP odds, you can still make baseball wagers in the offseason. It's betonline.ag. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel. They're all low-fat, low-carb, high-protein, all in a convenient bar. They've added six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I've had some success. I leaned right into it with Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. And use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. Enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. And if you're looking to stay on top of the sports betting action, the Locked On Network has a new podcast, Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Now, in past podcasts, I've talked about how home run rates have changed in Major League Baseball and how that affects fantasy owners. Now... Consider the differences in how starting pitchers are used. In 1970, 50 years ago, there were 56 pitchers that threw more than 200 innings. It was the time of the four-man rotation. Baltimore had three pitchers. Jim Palmer, Mike Cuellar, Dave McNally, who all threw more than 290 innings that season. So now, move ahead to 1980. Again, 56 pitchers threw more than 200 innings. The exact same number as a decade before. Baseball was still... Just fine grinding these guys into dust. Uh, by 1990, it looked like there was some progress. 42 pitchers threw more than 200 innings, and none more than Dave Stewart's 267. 2000 was down to 37 pitchers who threw more than 200 innings. John Lieber's 251 was the most in baseball that season. Up to 2010, the number of pitchers to throw at least 200 innings had actually gone up to 45. But then, progress starts to appear. In 2015, the number of pitchers who had thrown 200 innings in a season had dropped to 28. Clayton Kershaw had the most, 
with 232 and two-thirds innings. So you can see that the the high end of the pitcher's workload has just come down a whole lot. Uh, and then by 2019, number of pitchers to throw 200 innings in the season had dropped to 15. Justin Verlander with the most at 223 innings pitched. So you can see that eventually baseball caught on to the to this and um, the change became very dramatic once they started. And I, I remember being at the Sloan Conference in uh, the early 2000 teens uh, when this was getting, uh, to say, getting pitched, uh, pardon the pun, uh, by some of the people who were doing studies on on how to best use uh, starting pitchers and uh, in you know limiting workloads and things like that. And you know once once there was some buy-in from big league teams, you could really see it starting to uh, have an effect. And so. Now that we, we saw 2019, there were 15 pitchers who threw more than 200 innings. So last season was a shortened season of 60 games. Obviously a different, different year. But prorating the numbers, 74 innings pitched would be the equivalent of throwing 200 innings in a 162-game season. So how many guys threw 74 innings in 2020? Six. Look, th there's been a lot of research done into pitcher workloads. It's in some attempt to cut off injury risk because pitching talent, legitimate major league pitching talent, is so rare. Now, the reason this matters to fantasy owners because it can be just as difficult to find pitching value when home run rates are skyrocketing. It's also difficult to find a staff ace that will still have a classic starting pitcher's workload. What that means is that the pitchers who don't necessarily log a lot of innings can still bring significant relative value. And those pitchers that are still pitching a lot, the, the likes of Kershaw, Verlander, when they're at their peak, you know, they have an even greater comparative advantage. For fantasy owners, then, it means that the workhorse starting pitcher, like Shane Bieber now, is still really valuable, but those guys are increasingly rare, and that's why they're valuable. So that will do it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more stats for offseason prep, hopefully more deals to analyze, and I'm going to track down Locked On Major League Baseball Prospects host Aram Layton. We're going to get this podcast done. Anyway, I've been going on these off-season pods for a while. Go back, bang them out. They're quick. Uh, I listen to my podcast at double time, but you can do it one and a half even. Uh, but I can get through these ones quickly, seven, eight minutes. And they're basically evergreen. Nothing that has happened since uh, the season ended has changed the content. So if you've missed a few, circle back. There is analysis there you can use. And also, if your fantasy interests happen to drift towards fantasy hockey, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey, show that I'm now hosting. And it will be in full swing. Uh, I'll be releasing uh, my point projections uh, in the next day or two. And uh, it does appear we are going to have an NHL season, albeit a shortened one. But uh, shortened is better than none. So find these podcasts, subscribe, and rate them on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.